Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It's alive. A gigantic beast stalking the earth, crushing all before it. <laughs> Don't call it a... Mothra. Don't call it a... Chidora. Don't call it a... Rodan. Don't call it a... You got a catchy name for this one? Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for damn. Our planet will perish. Bam. Unless we set Godzilla free. Listen to the bass go boom. So this plan is what you would call a long shot. Well, let's get started. Actually, I'll keep this in the podcast. Alright, I'll stop that for a second. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Wages of Cinema. I'm Jack, and uh, today we, tonight actually, we have a little bit of a different uh, record, a uh, different kind of thing we got going on here. Uh, normally, uh, we have some special guests, but one of these special guests is uh, actually, well, someone who has been on the Wages of Cinema before, but this is our actual, well, technically our second uh guest who was previously on our local vocal series who we had conversations with uh you can go back and listen to those uh but here with us as usual is guest star matt ahoy hoy ahoy hoy matt and very specially all the way from astoria queens is alex valderana hello alex hello <laughs> yes hi alex so if you go back uh in our archives we actually talked with alex uh a little while back, uh, and I'm really glad you're here, Alex. I'm happy to be here, man. I mean, yeah, this was such an event for me. Yeah, um, well, I've, that's part of the reason that I, I thought to have you on, and uh, but also just because it's you know I knew I knew it's your kind of thing, and of course the kind of thing that we're talking about here is Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, aka Godzilla Two. Uh, I guess Godzilla, King of the Monsters, sounds better. Even though it, there was previously a movie technically called Godzilla King of the Monsters, little, I believe. It's a little confusing, yes. Yeah. Well, you have to go Godzilla King of the Monsters 2019. Yeah. Unless if, because, uh, well, really, technically, there's Gojira, and then the American version is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yes, with Raymond Burr. Raymond, yeah. <laughs> As, as Steve Martin. Uh, yes, as Steve Martin. Sorry, Matt. So let's just call this one Godzilla 2 Titan Boogaloo. <laughs> it was a titan boogie. Uh, it, it was a titan boogie woogie, man. Uh, and we have a lot to talk about in terms of that. Um, yeah. So as far as uh, Godzilla movies go, this one uh, easily worked a lot more for me than the one from five years ago. Uh, that's my first major thing to report to you guys: is that if uh, you were at all disappointed in the. Uh, Gareth uh, Edwards, or is it Gareth Edwards or Evans? Gareth Edwards or Edwards, excuse me. Yeah, I think this was a a pretty big step up in terms of quality overall. Uh, doesn't mean I don't think it has certain issues, hmm. but it is a it's a love letter to monster movie fans. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's vastly superior to Edwards' uh, 2014 film, which I like parts of, but I think hasn't aged well for me in recent mm. rewatchings and. Uh, this really just has better pacing. It moves quicker. The monster fights are more spectacular. They place the monsters really at the heart of the story. And the humans have... Well, I don't like getting the spoilers. But yeah, I, I obviously... I loved it. I thought it was a much bigger, better film than the 2014 film. Yeah. We saw an IMAX and it was literally spectacular. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty crazy to see it like that. Yeah, we, we, we got a bit... We got an early screening of it. Uh, by the time you hear it, this movie will be either just about to come out or uh, is, you know, right on the, you know, starting of it. But, um... Yeah, we we I got a lucky chance to see this in IMAX, um, and it was a great way to see it too. Just because I was at times watching it, and it's interesting because this is a movie where a lot of the action, and this is not something that you don't see happen in other movies. A lot, a good deal, of the action takes place in the rain and the dark. Mm. But I still felt like I could see things better in this than I could in other times I've seen this. 
done in other movies. Like Batman v Superman. Fighting <laughs> you know in the say. rain and the dark. Uh, <laughs> no, but I well that's that was a case of I'm I'm trying to be dark and grim. I'm a 13-year-old and I have emotions. <laughs> Why did you say the name? No, no, this felt more like even though it was in the rain and dark, everything felt very well defined yeah, on that yeah, screen. I agree with that. Um, but actually, and also, I like the human characters I did in general here. I mean, again, there are some exceptions that I'll get to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in this story, uh, this is kind of following a little bit from the 2014 one. But, frankly, I think that if you haven't seen that movie... And I don't know, Matt, because you were you you didn't see that didn't one. See you didn't feel one. too lost. No, right? I understood immediately what was going on. Like, you, there's no reason to see that movie if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the one real connecting thread is Ken Watanabe. I don't remember. Were there any other characters that returned from the his, other uh, movie? His Sally, Lan- I can't remember the actress. Sally name. Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Character. Oh, she was she in was that like one. A side oh, okay. In the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Admiral on the Navy. That dude. Oh, Tom, what was his name? David Strayhorn? Yeah, he was oh, in the Oh, he was, he was in, in that. Film. All right. Well, because I remember Ken Watanabe because, it, you know, let them fight. Let them fight. Let Which them they make fight. a joke about. Himself. They do. Yeah, that, that was a nice callback. They fun. do. But uh, but again, he's the only connecting thread, but you immediately know who he is. The, like, Michael Doherty, the director, does a good job. Again, if you are seeing this as your first Godzilla movie, you know, even, you know, since, you know, the older ones, you'll be okay. Um, and it basically, it, it what the main ca- characters are a little more compelling. You know, pretty basic setup. You have uh, Kyle Chandler and Vera Farmiga. Um, they 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 establish that they they also have a daughter uh, played by Millie Bobby Brown. But in 2014, they lost a son in the Godzilla attack in San Francisco. And then we jump ahead to present day. They're now kind of split apart. Um, she's with her daughter in China and like, he's like tracking wolves. <laughs> they have to Photographing give him, wolves. They have to, they have to give him something to do, I guess. Yeah. You know, Cause he's a, he, he, he tracks hunters. Yeah. I guess that's he what he does. They voices. have to give him a thing. Yeah. They listen to their voices. Um, but as it turns out, there is a kind of magical device. Like, you know, let's call it magical sonar. The orca. <laughs> yeah. Of course it's called the orca. Yeah. What else would they call yeah. it? Um, and they, like she, they have developed this machine, uh, Vera Farmiga has, so that they can, uh, kind of find and possibly try to control these monsters. Uh, The first one you meet in the movie, uh, uh, this isn't exactly a spoiler because it's pretty early on, uh, she's trying to control Mothra, Mm. who comes out of her cocoon, uh, Mothra, who's the queen of the monsters, the, the, you know. Mm-hmm. Bitch on the throne. <laughs> um, I love Mothra. I'll get into that later. Um, but uh, but as it, but things kind of go awry. Uh, Charles Dance arrives. Good old King Tywin being nothing if not King Tywin in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so typecast as if he always just. Hey, in. you know what? Good for him. Yeah. You know he I'm he's probably been working Shakespeare productions for like nothing for years. He gets on Game of Thrones, and now he he basically gets to work for the rest of his life. Mm, yeah. I get to show up and be this guy. Yeah. You know, it's kind of discount Christopher Lee. <laughs> if like if this had been like made like thirty years ago, they totally could have gotten like Christopher Lee for that part. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a good presence though. He just stands in a room, and you get it. Oh, absolutely! As soon as he for... as soon as he comes on screen, I mean, granted. When he comes on screen, it's in a kind of a hail, hail of gunfire. Yeah, but it's Darth Vader entrance. Yeah, yeah. He he's, walks through the smoke. He's like he he's a, It's you know what he is. He is if you combined Peter Cushing and Darth Vader. <laughs> 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 he has more menace than Peter Cushing, yeah. but he has kind of like that face of like angles and yes. you know attack a turn yeah. voice. But anyway, so long story short, Vera Farmiga has. A batshit crazy plan that involves uh, all of the monsters. Uh, I don't know if getting into that might be almost, in a way, spoilers. Uh, but it is. I mean, it's of kind film. of the plot of the movie. Yeah. I don't really anything. Yeah. I mean, you guys saw the trailers. Yeah, they, they did a good job of not showing you much, except you so get they, to see monsters. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yes. And they didn't lie. 
No, yeah. they did not oh, lie. Again, yeah. if you were if you were disappointed in part with Godzilla 2014 because you know they had like a two hour Godzilla movie that had maybe fifteen minutes of Godzilla, maybe less, and maybe a couple more minutes of whatever those other monsters were. Uh, this one you get a lot more. Um, so basically, in short, this Orca machine is being used to. Uh, resurrect all of the monsters but really it, it kind of all stems from the one and only king Ghidorah, who is found in antarctica and he really is the one that uh kicks off the plot here um so i mean i talk about plot but really like this is uh, this is a good example of a movie where i think they found a good way to balance the human elements while still remembering okay people are here to see monsters yeah I don't know because again, I haven't I haven't seen quite as many uh, Godzilla movies as you guys had. I've I've caught up a little bit, but this felt a little more in line with actually a better story in some respects than some other like of the earlier Godzilla movies. If you know, it's you do sometimes have to wait a little bit in between to get to some monster bits. Yeah, I mean, it's just the thing with Godzilla films. A lot of times, is the humans have to drive the plot. That's just filmmaking. You know, they're gonna the people studios don't feel that you could just frame the monsters and have that drive the plot. So you got to build it around them. And I think what they tried to do in this film was a little, uh, this film definitely is more ambitious than the 2014 one. Like it's almost like if that, if that was alien, which I don't think it deserves to be compared to, but this is aliens. Like it's the more action oriented piece of the two. And, but mm, that's not bad. That's, uh, that's that, a pretty good comparison, and it has a good ensemble. Guy I mentioned, yeah, the cast Kyle is Chandler great. and Vera Farmiga are, are really good. Of course, Millie Bobby Brown brings it. You know, yeah. she's acting her ass off. Charles, they Dance. have good. Yeah, Charles Dance, um, O'Shea Jackson. He's good soldier guy. Yeah. Uh, did, what Zang? was the the dude's name from? He was. Oh, yeah. He was so funny. From Bradley Whitford. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's the one actually. Uh, he's actually see. He's the one that I. At first liked and eventually kind of got on my nerves oh, a little really? bit. Yeah, towards the end, I felt like, all right, you could stop with some of the wisecracks. Yeah, every other line he has is a like. If at, at first it's it's like charming, like he's a good version of that trope who you've seen a lot of movies. Like you know, he he's in because you know, I've seen that guy in so many different monster movies, and at first he works well. I think he work. He's very he is genuinely funny, but there comes a point where like. Without saying yet what a lot of what happens, the climax of the movie is and takes place in Boston, and of course he has to say like, "Oh, there aren't any more Red Sox fans here." <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, Got him. like, stop. <laughs> Look, he just wanted to see a merman. <laughs> 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 That's a good reference, Matt. Yeah, he is the Kevin in the Woods, yes. That was... <laughs> no, I was about to mention also, I like uh, Zhang Zihi is in it a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, she has some good parts. Uh, she tries to, at one point, make... Like, she... I don't know. It's, I don't know how you guys feel. Like, she tries to build up some, like... The, the mythology of this universe is almost connected to, like, the dawn of man or something. And every... Because every civilization has its monsters. And that felt maybe, like, a little bit weak. Well, can we go into... We don't want to spoil what no, no, Barbamizia's no. plan was, right? We can't talk no, about no, that No, no, well... Because I, I have a lot to say on what I do, saying. too. I, just, I, I, I can't I, go I, into it without, Maybe like, not. Well, us. again, all you need to know up front is that she... She's the catalyst for a lot of what happens in this movie. Not to to her to her credit, not quite intentionally, but well, some of it's intentional. Yeah, like when she, yeah when yeah she does I do the have, first big plot events. Yeah. I was like, okay, things get out of hand. Little yeah, bit. yeah, things, bit. things quickly. Get, yeah, things get they out do. of hand very quickly. But but it is at least what characters do. It does. Sort of makes sense. It's just it is a batshit crazy twist yeah. that happens, um, and yeah. So again, it, it's also just a beautiful movie to look at. Yeah, it was really well shot, and I feel like I, I remember from people. Some people talked about online how even from the trailer you could tell that for each one of the monsters when they appear on screen, they have a different kind of color scheme that is associated with them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I thought that, that was, was a very clever touch. The it fact was very subtle and nice detail, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't completely in your face, but I could tell watching it, okay, they they want this shot to look beautiful. Yeah. Like when you you know that that trailer that shot you've seen maybe from the trailer where Mothra spreads oh, its wings. That was amazing. Oh. Yeah, you know. like they framed the monsters better than any other film I've seen do that. There uh, are certain shots where I could tell that, you know, they the, 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 again, they they know that people are seeing this on a giant screen, yeah. and it has it has a very epic feel to it. It does, times. it does. So many good monster money shots. Yes, <laughs> so many. Yeah, this is like yeah, this is like monster money shot porn. Yeah, it it's really like is. one after another. It's and... like oh, it's like you can tell the filmmakers are almost jerking. Like oh, you like this? You like this? How about this one? How about this one? <laughs> Jesus. I can only take so much. Yeah. <laughs> but for kaiju fans, long, long, long time kaiju fans, to see it like this presented in such a way is epic. Like well, these are things we only could dream of watching. And I feel like even did. Godzilla looked better here than in 2014. Yeah, they modified. I, mean, him I don't a know bit. if they modified him much. Maybe he small things. Maybe he lost a little weight. I know his. <laughs> I thought <laughs> he was a little fat. Well, is that joke? Some month. of the lines are really corny. Let's let's. Can we just say that? Like oh, I like I like the script, but some of the lines. Oh are, like, oh, absolutely. Corny. There are some. Oh Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a little. You corny. looked at me and you were like, "Oh." <laughs> well, at least though this. Uh, well, at least Harry Shearer isn't the one like announcing it, like in the Rowan Emmerich Godzilla. Oh God, we're not going to talk about Matthew Broderick's film. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not his fault. Uh, it's Tetopolis. Uh, <laughs> all right, but but no, I you know there are corny lines. I feel like there are corny lines in all these movies, though. Yeah. I I let that pass a little bit, as long as the story is moving along at a pretty good clip. Characters, if generally, if they do do stupid things, it's not to the point where it totally took me out of the movie. Yeah. I feel like there are a couple of little moments where I did think. All right, you're reversing yourself. You're you're changing your tone a little fast, um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'd pick that up a little more if I saw it a second time. Uh, it, it was interesting too, just how quickly civilization, without going into too many details, how quickly civilizations completely are wiped out. I, that was fantastic. How the, the scale of the kaiju battles and then the the effects of them, like just the monsters flying, like is makes this big wind shock blast that like destroys buildings. Like how that yeah. happened in real yeah. life. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. a good. It's a good thing. This movie does a good job of still making it fantastical, but at the same time, when you're watching it, you think, yeah, yeah, I I can get why. If this was happening in the real world, yeah. it would be so devastating. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> they kept having like those little evacuation points, but like saying, "Where are they evacuating people to?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, where, yeah, yeah. It, it, it. <laughs> like in the final battle, uh, whatever where they end up having one of the final battles. Like it looks like there's nothing left except the. Few oh my monuments. god! That was insane. Oh my god! This it, is like a swirl of like. Oceans of just gas and smoke and like tornadoes <laughs> looks like going off. There's lightning. Yeah, it's but but dark. but it's again, amazing. it's it's very interesting compared to you know I when I watch the you know the Godzilla movies of like the 60s and 70s. Like those are mainly my jam. I haven't seen too many of the Japanese ones from the 90s and 2000s. I know you have, but my impression of those movies is they the the filmmakers weren't taking into consideration the effects of radiation on a population or just how when a monster sweeps over a city that destroys everything. Normally the monsters have to get into it to start destroying. And also in those movies, the evacuation seem like you have like one shot of people <laughs> running away or maybe a couple of shots. No, of people shot running. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, but it, but in those movies, it didn't feel like the monsters were like, obviously they destroy the cities, but in this, it feels like they just they destroy. They destroy. Yeah, the, the the this feels like the way that Gojira. To be serious for a second, the way that Gojira tried to be originally a a look at nuclear fallout, yeah, and radiation. This is like almost trying to be like an environmental yeah, allegory like in some it, ways, even with Farmigia's plan. Well, <laughs> I mean, but but, but again, but, on that but, point, but, you know, yeah. but what I mean though is, yeah. So I feel like the. They're they're treating it in a way that works fit more in 
it is still fantasy, but I felt like they were trying to consider, okay, if a monster is actually coming over here, if Rodan is sweeping over... What would that do to a, a city? You know, he's a fire serpent. Yeah. And I, Man, Rodan looks so good in this. Yeah, they I, all I, look so good. But, but especially, yeah. I feel like Rodan has been kind of not treated great in some of the movies. I agree. And I do think that this film does take environmental factors into, like, what it would like, like you just said, Rodan flying over something. They touched on that a little bit in some of the films, but not to this extent. And they weren't able to paint, like, the landscape. No, I mean... It looked like if Ghidorah walked in, like... Well, a lot of those movies you had, like... A lot of those movies you're just using, like, a basic set. Yeah. had two guys (laughs) in suits. Or or, or flying, like, three-headed puppet. Yeah. Remember in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Godzilla. That was probably the first time I saw Godzilla in the movie. Wow, that's hilarious. Um, But, yeah, as I said, the acting is all good across the board, too. Oh, the music... Oh, the Michael Giacchino score he adapted a lot of original themes now from I spot- Akira, if you could be. Yeah, so I, I mean, I spied the Godzilla themes. What were some of the other themes in it? There was a Mothra theme. Yeah. Was that Bear McCreary during this? Oh, music? I'm sorry. Am oh, wrong? was it? Was Bear oh. McCreary or Michael Giacchino? Oh, it's Probably a good McCreary. question. Let me check. Uh, I blasphemed. I'm getting my composers mixed up. Uh, yeah, it was Bear McCreary. Good, good call, Matt. So, excuse me, Bear McCreary. McCreary. Uh, yeah, yes. he, man... Brought back these, which is interesting because you know what he scored before Colossal. Oh, and Hathaway film. I didn't see that. It's okay. I have I have my issues with it, but it was interesting. Uh, yeah, the musical I mean, cues. But that was also you know a monster movie, so that why it made me think of that. Yeah. Um, it drove me to tears. I mean, at certain moments, just hearing him. Oh well, it was just so exciting, and it, it's it's interesting because it kind of shows you how weak certain modern film scores are. That how much those themes yeah, kind of stand out, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, because yeah, I could tell it, I yeah, it sounded like Moth had a theme. I don't, I don't remember what King Ghidorah's theme sounded yeah, like back one, in the day. They, I felt like they kind of did it at one point, but I couldn't really hear. Her, so I have to. Well, I feel like Godzilla's theme is so. How they made that you know, work so well? Yeah, he he's yeah that that as soon as you hear that music, you think that um, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, they did a great job with that. What were some, were there any other kind of little highlights you guys wanted to mention overall before we, maybe we get into spoilers? I mean, can I, the scene, it's not the spoiler to talk about the scene where Mothra flaps her wings the first time, can I? I won't no, I that, already but... mentioned that, again, it's oh, in the did. trailer. Uh, um, yeah. I also, I also liked early on when they first showed her, too. Yes. Because yeah. when she was just, because when she was that's the first larva. time you see her, and... It's like they make her kind of terrifying at first, but then you look at her and it's like, aw. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of adorable, even though she's a giant killing killer moth. The scene where she basically emerges from this cocoon, I mean, I that, and the Mothra theme, play, theme plays again, that's when I cried. I was like, wow, I can't believe they did this so sincerely. And it just felt like such an epic moment. It's filmed beautifully. And when she, a lot, when Mother would like walk into certain areas, not walk, fly, like the white lights and, and colorful lights that would come off of her and stuff to signify oh, yeah. like her entrance was oh, like dope. It, yeah. They, they, they made like they, a mystical they, thing when she appeared. And I was like, that's the way she should be handled. Yeah. Well, again, I haven't seen her that much depicted in some of the more modern kaiju films. But, yeah. but she always was just, you know, a moth. <laughs> it's, just, it's just they made her like. She's like an electric moth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Matt? Oh, I like... Um, well, the, I was watching this movie. I'm very happy that it's the movie that the trailers promised, because like, it wasn't, like you said, the 2014 where there's not enough Godzilla in this, where all like the promise of it is actually realized. Like I thought that, oh, maybe they'll just save the Ghidra versus Gojira thing for the end. But then, no. The first time they free Ghidra, you have a Godzilla battle on the ice in the Antarctic, plus the military guys there, and it's freaking amazing. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. Yeah, that, that, that was, was insane. Yeah, well, what's so cool is that they established very clearly, um, and even if you hadn't seen the 2014 one, you're, you pick up very quickly that... You know, they have a tracker on Godzilla, like they do in a lot of these movies, and somehow Godzilla can move so freaking fast. It's like, they're in Antarctica, but even even though he was, like, he was they, the they say briefly, oh, the tunnels, okay, because I thought they mentioned, like, he's by Venezuela or something. Yeah, so he managed that. to sw- like swim 
that many miles yeah. to get to Antarctica. That's why they have the tunnel thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that was crazy. All the all the action scenes with with the kaiju were incredibly oh, yeah. staged, well staged, shot. very well staged, very well cut. Yeah, I never felt anything was confusing to look at. Yes, um, you know, you always get a good sense visually of where everyone is and how many people are dying oh, when man. they do die. Uh, they, uh, yeah, they they do that quite well. There are certain moments, like in spoilers, but there are certain moments where Godzilla is, you think he's down out, and they have, those are some of the great monster-type moments. Yeah, yeah. You know, those, are, those are what you live for, because you want to see, like, all right, come on, guy, get up. Yeah. Get up, I get up. I felt that. I felt that. Yeah. It's, you know, and also just Ghidra, too. i got to talk about Ghidra for is a it, second. It's either Ghidra, Ghidra or Ghidorah. I don't know. Ghidorah. Go Sorry, Ghidorah. I, I was messing it up. Ghidorah. Some G fan is like, well, like, correct me, I'm sure. Something uh, down my throat. I'm, I'm not going to say it how... <laughs> yeah, probably in Japan. I don't want to... Sound like that. They, how they designed him is fascinating. He might be the... He's, like, kind of the villain of the movie. You know, I loved also with him, and his design is amazing, like you said, but, like, there's a scene, the heads bicker at each other. Yes. Yeah, 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 it's a small touch. That is like, that yes, is so thank cute. you for mentioning that. Like you yeah. kept that in. Well, there's a moment where, like, it looks Over like one, corpse, of the, right? one of the yeah. heads is licking the corpse, and the other <laughs> one's like, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wanted more of that. It yeah, felt like... Yeah, uh, hilarious. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you have a comedy of the, the sparring... Now, often the Ghidorah... Ghidorah gets down to business and all three are in line. But yeah, imagine if one of them's like, I don't know if we should attack this. No, we are. Fuck you. <laughs> I hear that they actually had three different mocap actors Ooh. for each of the heads. Or I mean, really? One, one for each head, I mean. So there's three mocap guys who are doing it in I bet that It's too. like the Zaphod Beeblebrocks of monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Hitchhiker's reference. Uh, um, yeah, he uh, was designed great. He's just. There's certain little things, like, I think he has, like, not a, uh, is it a tail that He's has this? The, a two-pronged tail. He has a two-pronged tail. Yeah, that's, like, one of the first things you see. Yeah, and crazy. it's, like, you don't want to get anywhere near him, because he will, you know, it's established also, in case you haven't seen one of these movies before, which, go watch a Ghidorah movie there. The King Ghidorah movie from Monster the 60s. Monster Zero. That's, well, well, there's... Yeah, is he now? Is he also called Monster Zero yeah. in King? Okay, he was because I've that was, I actually that saw was a nice touch because I actually yeah. saw I saw Godzilla versus Monster Zero before <laughs> I saw King Ghidorah. Yeah, I think one comes before Ghidorah comes first. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why I mean I, I yeah. saw them opposite for some reason. Okay. Um, but they established that he's you know an alien. He's yeah, from outer space. they went with that. I I was shocked they went with that. I'm like, okay. Why is that not a thing? No, that's the way traditionally most of it, the most popular version is, like from the shower era, that's the alien version. Uh, there's one that was from, like, from the future, an alternate timeline on Earth. Oh, I don't think they were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> they well, but they, the way they were presenting them as were titans, as old gods that were coming back, so I, I didn't know how they were going to handle them. I think that they probably realized that modern audiences have seen mostly the 60s and yeah, 70s movies. They, especially, like... Somebody like my mom's generation, people like that who go see these movies, they'll they're the ones who saw these originally in the theaters. Oh my god! And they were the ones that were yeah, <laughs> they had no idea what they were getting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So he's. I think because they got Ghidorah right, mm. so much else I think comes from that. Yeah, too. they do it really shows, push him as a good antagonist. It shows like... that Michael Doherty, the director, just. He really does love these characters. Yes. Like sometimes you hear that said in the uh, promo stuff. Uh, oh, by the way, that's uh, that's a small thing I should mention. Uh, like before this movie started, this hasn't done to do with the movie. The they had piece. like they had a fluff piece before this movie. Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. Uh, it spoiled some things a little bit. Yeah, like like don't do that. And Just, like your film hasn't even started. So no. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, that 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 didn't make much sense. Yeah. That's I get you want to hype up the audience. I could tell you know you were clapping <laughs> a little bit, but I was I was excited. But yes, I understood. I didn't really love it. I would rather have seen it without it. It was like the equivalent of Matt when we see these movies and someone comes out and says, "Hi, thank you so much for coming to see this movie." <laughs> uh, 
I, well, thank God we didn't get that. Because oh, uh, that happened uh, legendarily before we saw X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the actress who played Storm, I think, came out and was like, Hi, thank you for coming to see X-Men Apocalypse. We love that you come to the movies. And <laughs> That is so cringy. <laughs> So this wasn't quite that, but I mean... It was pretty pointless because we were all there to see Godzilla anyway. Yeah. So they put the movie on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, you, yeah you don't need to do that. Uh, but but getting to that, though, I mean, in the little promo, they mentioned that this director really loves these monsters. And it shows them. <laughs> He's a kaiju geek. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the way that they said that, by the way, that felt almost like... They're putting him down. Yeah, they did kind of. <laughs> like one of them said, he is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to sell your movie just before I watch it. Am I about to see a movie by a madman? <laughs> the best kind. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's cool because again, it, it I felt like Kong Skull Island was was like one step up from uh, Godzilla. That's also in this universe. Yeah, they mention him briefly. Oh, they do several times. Yeah, they even show like Skull Images Island of him and shit. I'm wondering. This isn't anything to do with the movie. This, uh, this is exactly a spoiler. Look, it just in case you're wondering, no, King Kong is not in this movie. Why? But why wasn't he? Because they want to. Focus I think they, the they right. which was smart. I mean, they hinted at them a lot. They, they did footage, and even the very end credits builds the something. Yeah, which I guess is coming so. soon. So that was cool. But like, I guess I, they're I saving that movie. Yeah, which was smart. I did. I can't say, it, but there's no, a no, moment no, no, when no. certain things happen that I was like, oh, maybe he'll show up here. Yeah, but he we'll, we'll get like, into okay. that. I'm sorry, Matt. Um, I'm just saying that, like, I really liked that this was a love letter to the movies, and they didn't try to really reinvent the wheel. Like, no, he, but Ghidorah looked like Ghidorah, he was just, like, updated. <laughs> like, everybody was recognizable as the classic monsters, just, yeah. like, with a little bit more anatomical realism. Well, well sometimes, yeah, well, what, what I was about to say, though, is that sometimes you hear that before you go see a movie that... Like, that's how they'll hype up a movie. Oh, this is a love letter to the fans. Yes. And that can sometimes backfire. Like Super 8 or something. Yeah. And love <laughs> well, letter to Spielberg. Well, things. not even that, but, like, I don't know, just certain franchises, you might hear them say, like, or, like, Ghostbusters 2016 is a love letter uh, to the fans. Is it? No, I don't think so. No, maybe not that. Well, this did feel like a love letter to kaiju fans no, and Godzilla fans. Well, it I was mean. a love letter to kaiju fans, but it was also a good movie. Yes, it was. So that that's they first worked on making a good movie that had great visual effects, great sound. Mm. Like yeah, the sound was, design. Was there was one. Well, amazing. Maybe it, it they also brought back a lot some classic roars of the creatures. And Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra had, like, roars. That, I, I think yeah, I read they, they sourced the original sounds and built from there a oh, new the... amplified version. Yeah, I could tell that Mothra had a very distinctive, like, yeah. like type of sound. And... Godzilla, they brought back his original roar in one shot, I think. Um, well, I feel like a to... couple of shots. Maybe a couple. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a way to get an audience you know, uh, yeah. into it. Uh, all right, any final thoughts before we move on to uh, the spoilers? I highly recommend it, not just as a Godzilla fan, but I think it, it's a fun summer movie. I think it does everything a summer movie blockbuster should, and it's done sincerely, it's shot beautifully, it handles the monsters well, the humans well, it's much faster paced than Gareth Edwards' film, and uh, it's just a better movie. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I I concur. It's just a, like a fun, it's a well-made blockbuster. Yeah. Too, with all that entails, but it's not... It's not so dumb, at least to the point where, again, I'm, I'm questioning the morals of the filmmakers. Uh, Matt? Yeah, this is a monster mash and a kaiju bag. <laughs> <laughs> Mon- yeah, exactly. It's like... Uh, Titan Boogaloo. Yes. <laughs> All you need is a giant mo- uh, robot, but... Uh, Ooh, maybe nah. soon. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Alright, so if you haven't seen the Sight of this towering prehistoric monstrosity. Reawaken in a time of technological arrogance. Empowered by man's careless use of atomic weapons.
so we can move ahead now with, with spoilers. Okay, so Vera Farmiga's plan. <laughs> so is oh, she... Also, can we talk about like how funny think... that scene was where she dumped the exposition? She cuts in like, See, I almost... a Star Trek yes. villain, and then she's like, this is my plan. This is why I had to do this. And I just yeah, was like, oh, she kind of turns scene, right? heel, doesn't she? She does. <laughs> but I was shocked when, like, that. it was an interesting scene when Kyle Chandler's trying to save her when they're about to break open the ice to free Ghidorah. Well, that's, and she's well like, that happens before she's like, that. I'm just saying, but that was no, a, no, that that was was a well turn, done. though. Well, oh, that like, was her turn. The daughter listens to her mother, doesn't go to the dad, and I'm but like, whoa, she, what is this? What's yeah, going on Yeah, 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 that's the big, that's the first, so in screenwriting talk, that's the first turning point. Where they they set it up where, you know, they... They want to maybe free King Ghidorah, which of course we know is not a good idea. Right. But Vera Farmiga does it, and you up to that point, you kind of think, well, we don't, you know, she's trying to do something. She's trying to work with Mothra. You know, yeah, she's she seems just, like she's good. She has some type of scientisty things, but then she does that, and you think, oh wait, what are you doing? Yeah. What is your plan? Yeah. And then she lays it out, and it <laughs> sounds like, like it a might Captain Planet villain. <laughs> It's basically no. I thought to myself, she's trying to be like a version of Thanos or something. Kind of, it was very racial ghoulish. Yeah. Think about it. She's like, I'm trying oh, to restore Ra's balance. To the yeah, world. That, that's a more. If I bring back all the kaiju and we live in this harmony, things yeah, will did grow. You even have, did she even have like a video? Presentation? Yeah, yeah. And this editor, is the stock footage of all environmental disasters. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yes, like yes, yeah. And she shows like the Look, like the cities growing she over. She hired the green. same video editor that that. <laughs> Hydra guy, Arnim Zola hired with <laughs> I mean, I think it's weird because watching it, I still thought she played it fine. Like I was in her performance, but, the, but it is a kind of a crazy plot. Just, like, like and everybody around, like watching her is like, you're nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause what you want to like, you know, you're going to kill a lot of people. And even then afterwards, her daughter is like, no, the, wait, what are you doing? You, you didn't say this before. Yeah. Like, th yeah. this was your plan. And Charles Dance the whole time is just like, we don't you have time came. For this. No, no, I love is how he says to her, like, because she has a little bit of doubt at one point. He's like, you came to me yeah. with this plan. Yeah. This is your plan. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he turns it back on her. Yeah, that was good. Cool. Um, yeah. But of course, but what, oh, what is be, her plan though? Well, her plan, I think, is like in her mind. The, to my understanding, the Earth has become way too overpopulated. We're going to take it down. To me, I almost for a second thought, oh, this is kind of trying to be a like a, a commentary on environmentalism, but. She didn't. Uh, did Without she bring the smog up, monster? But, it's impossible. Well, give it time. Oh god! If they when they bring in the smog monster into this universe, oh, I'm gonna be so high to watch uh, that. Oh god! Uh, but yeah, if you guys have never seen Godzilla versus Hedorah, oh. might be the best Godzilla movie. My own personal preference. It's the Godzilla movie that has animation and psychedelia oh my god and there's and a weird dance scene with people yeah. fish heads yes look like someone did acid it's a oh, it's, film oh it's so great I know Toho didn't like it I know they didn't they, they, <laughs> they, they, didn't they, they were mad at the director they hated anyway, him right. but my point is I think in her mind she thinks alright these monsters okay like we release cause I think the her big prop flaw is she doesn't understand who King Ghidorah is which, you know, because she thinks, all right, I'm going to release Ghidorah, then one by one I'll release these other monsters, and yeah, they'll they'll do some shit in the cities, but we'll try to evacuate the cities in time, and they will... But, but it still sounded like, did she want to exterminate people? I... But Or she just wanted to get rid of cities. Because so understood... these people are going to go to other cities. Yeah, I think what I... I think her plan was that, yes, like what you said, she's freeing the Titans, as they call them. These... And then the Titans, I guess, because of their radiation, they will wipe out kind of how cities are, but in their wake... They're going to rebuild. Their life re follows them or something, yeah. she said. And it's a big It's vague, but she, later on, she gets angry, I think, or something, because... Well, or she says to Charles Dance, like, no, I'm not doing that. So she underestimates what Ghidorah means, I guess, in the Well, she in under, the Well, she realizes eventually it, it, it's revealed that Ghidorah 
because he's a fucking alien monster, he can call out and make all the monsters rise up at once. When I think her plan was to do that all on her hands, on her own time. I mean, it is kind of all on her. It's almost like... It is, that's um, why You know what what I just thought of? It's like in uh, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, the Do you guys remember that movie? I love that Yeah, that's like her. Like that doctor who's Stafford like, I'm going to use this medicine to, to cure try Alzheimer's. And I, it, but unfortunately, it turns out it made <laughs> sharks smarter. Sharks cannot <laughs> swim backwards. They can't. We're going to get together <laughs> and we're going to get out uh, of this. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But were you about to People say something about um, Yeah, so I don't know. Her plan might have worked if Ghidra wasn't woken up. Like, yeah, no, but. I mean, because he was a crazy space alien. That so did she have? A, so so like with so Thanos, guess, did she have a point? That are we too overpopulated? That's what she was kind of getting at in her little heel kind monologue of. on the ship. The problem is, though, then the movie realizes, oh wait, well, Ghidorah's already uh, like the real villain of the movie, so we gotta make her kind of be like a oh, what have I done thing. Yeah. And, of course, and then, of course, by the end of the movie, they try to make it like... Dr. Frankenstein. Well, well yeah, like, I'm going to sacrifice myself nobly. To and, destroy my monster. And I didn't really created. know if I felt that much for her then. I didn't. I mean... Again, I, I felt... I I think because I like Vera Farmiga's performance enough, I sort of bought it. But at the same time, again, it's just she's so... Her plan is so crazy but it's like they they kind of drop it once they get into the oh all the monsters are rising up at once thing. Yeah. See the problem is they spent all her budget on like that PowerPoint of like the <laughs> station from like man-made stuff. Yeah. They should have done a PowerPoint on how the monsters are going to rebuild the world. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong angle to take with that presentation. And I love that she she shows her PowerPoint to just these people on this one ship. Kyle Chandler and Ken Watanabe and those characters. She doesn't try to show it to, like, the rest of the world. Like, nobody yeah. else knows what her plan nobody is. Nobody knows what's going on. Everyone else is just like, oh my god, Rodan, Left a giant dark. flying serpent. And, like, there's no way they could have evacuated. When they cut to DC, where Ghidorah's, like, nesting, <laughs> that place looks like it's gone beyond Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Flooded, like, yeah. There's hurricanes, there's oh, god, lightning, yeah. it's, there's, like, dust. come along... Something I thought when I watched that I was shot. Like, wow. When I watched that shot, I thought about how, man, we've come a long way since Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Washington is uh, on fire. Yeah. Just like now. I, uh, yeah. I wonder if the United States has like a government in that universe anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that everything hinges <laughs> on these these monarch people and then I guess Charles Dance's like heel group, but like you don't really hear about the U.S. government. You see, like, news blurts, but you don't know about the president. And typically in some other films what, like though, this, the president always, like, yeah, that's, we have to kill Godzilla. But, that, but that's fine, though, actually. I'm fine I with think, it. I just yeah. think it's interesting that they didn't do that. No, I'm happy I think that would have been distracting if they cast whoever as the president. Like, in this in this universe, yeah, it. all... It seems like every single major civilization, because they mention the movie, it's not just Godzilla and Ghidorah. It's like there are 17 sites all oh, across yeah. the world. yep. So it's basically the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, it is technically... This movie, you could say... Like, a, a knock against it could be... And I'm not making this, but someone could say, oh, this is just another apocalypse movie. But it's an but interesting giant, apocalypse. No, it yes. is. It with, is with an interesting giant apocalypse monsters. because... Well, it's giant monsters, but you really feel their presence. And, you know, the, the nuclear part of it is really... Uh, um, I... Uh, so, so, also, I here's a question. Uh... Were any of the monster, other monsters they were showing, were they, were we supposed to know any of them, I, even to, like, diehard fans? I don't no. think so. There was a spider-looking one, which kind of looked like There was Kumanga, one that looked like a woolly mammoth. That woolly mammoth King Kong-looking thing. Yeah. yeah it, like, looked, walked like I mean, Kong, but it had big They were cool. Yeah. There was, was cool. one, there was And there was one... a Mudo that came back. Yeah. Who? A Mudo? One of the... Amudo is one of the creatures from the 2014 film, but at the end, when, like, that was a cute scene, when he was recognized as the king. Because I thought at one point, I thought I saw you kind of react to one of them, like, oh, Uh, because I thought maybe you had recognized one of them. I didn't. So are they just, are they trying to maybe create new monsters in this universe? I think so. Which is not, which they did in Skull Island to an extent, too. Yeah, I mean, I would... It's fine. I would have liked to have seen some established monsters, but maybe they're saving them for sequels. Like, they want to use, like, the canon monsters for, like, their own films and yeah. not have them just be, like, scene fillers. That's true. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to build up to Hedora. Hedora <laughs> <laughs> needs to come. Uh, you the, you get like uh, uh, God, uh, I don't know who you get to direct that movie. You, you hire like Taiki uh, uh, Waititi. Taiki Waititi. That would get be great. To, no, no, you get Takashi Miike. <laughs> his version of the smog monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, actually, Taiki Waititi is not a bad idea. Now yeah, I want to see that. For me, so I I overall love the film. Obviously, I've made that clear. But like the, the definitely for certain moments. Prometheus' plan and the whole basis of that just was confusing. Well, yeah, and as and... you said, the, the, there were corny lines. As I said, Bradley Whitford kind of got on my nerves. <laughs> and I again, I like Bradley Whitford. It's just that they were giving him too much wisecracks. Well, every point. line of his was yeah, a crack. Well, and well at a certain like, point, he's also, the ca- well, he's also supposed to be the character saying, like, we have five minutes till Godzilla goes nuclear! Yeah, you so know. the Godzilla going nuclear thing was pretty crazy. Um, because that harkens back to a 1995 film where he does have a meltdown. That's oh, like really? a big plot point of the film. Is okay. Like how they're trying to stop Because I thought him. I remembered that being from Shin Godzilla. Which yes. they kind of took from that. Oh, okay. So it was cool to see that implemented here against Ghidorah in the final battle. And, yeah, and uh, I think, but I think you also, even if you haven't seen like that particular movie, I think you get it. Oh, you definitely get it. They because made it, it just was cool to see that homage. Yeah, because he's, he is literally a walking... You know, power plant. Power plant. Atomic who, energy. Who will? They have a nice little moment though, where he, because basically in the movie Ken Watanabe, he does the noble sacrifice thing. Which he goes is a callback to the original film. The first, uh, you mean in twenty fourteen? Nineteen fifty four film. Oh, Doctor Serizawa uses the oxygen oh. destroyer to kill Godzilla at the end. He sacrifices himself. Oh, right, right. I, so I, that I whole sequence that. got me very emotional. Well, it was, it was a, like wow. Yeah, it's a very that was this a very really well, well done, done sequence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because they show him going, like, step by step, you know, because it's just him, and he, because they... they... Godzilla's, like, ancient home. That was interesting. That's yeah, never been done. Yeah, he has an ancient home. They find this ancient, like, trench, which is filled with, like, a civilization. Because he basically, he needs to charge up and, as they say, take a nap. Uh, but the problem is, as they say, you know, it's it it exposition. It could take years for him to charge up, because uh, I guess that's what he does. You can't kill Godzilla, he just goes away and... You know, hibernates a bit. Uh, but in this, they bring a bomb, set it off so he can charge up. He comes out of the water, and he has oh, this in- he has this interesting moment where he's looking at Kyle Chandler. That's where the Godzilla music comes up. I really like that scene. That scene is yeah. glorious. I love how... Cause it, it, it music also, was beautiful. And it reminded me of an, a moment, like, they did a couple moments like that in Kong Skull Island, too. Yeah. Where Kong is just, like, has that connection. With the humans. And it works, too, because in the backstory of this, like I said, Kyle Chandler, he loses a son to Godzilla. So he is very much against Ken Watanabe, who's all, you know, let them fight. We'll be his pet. Godzilla will restore balance. You know, all that and all his... Cookie fortune cookie wisdom. Which, uh, that, that's which even a joke sense. in it. Yeah, he has a he has a long monologue, and he, <laughs> Kyle Chandler says, "Like, did you get that for a fortune cookie?" Yes, <laughs> a very long fortune cookie. Uh, but he, but it's, but Kyle Chandler, he actually his character has an arc. Yeah, and it's a good, it's a pretty good arc, and it ends, it culminates with that moment looking at the creature who took his son, and he uh, even has to bow with that. I thought that was very interesting. It's like. Oh hey, you don't have to give us Aaron Taylor Johnson. You can give oh, us a character oh, yeah. that has the characters some in this depth. movie had much more emotional depth than I would say every character in the twenty fourteen yeah. film. Part of my problem with that was well, I couldn't connect with well, Aaron they Taylor had, Johnson. Well, say they had a, enough characters. A lot of the other characters they're there for plot. The one, I guess, the things. key characters that drive the story. Yeah, key they're the characters ones that move me, they, or they have charm like O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. Um, now, Zhang Zi's character had a sister. Do you think that was supposed to be a nod to the Peanut Twins? They mentioned that because she's from Infant Island. Oh. And when that when they when that popped up on her like photo exposition. Oh, scene, I thought that was a direct reference. Yeah. Infant Island is the Mothra Islands. That's like where they oh, wor- worshipped her in the original films. So when they mentioned that and they had all these kind of things, and you and I were like, "Oh, is that the twins, the Cosmo Peanut Twins, or whatever little right. little girls who used to sing the Mothra song?" Yes, good old. Well, Thought they would have done more with that. Yeah, I was. I will say, all right. So I loved Mothra 
when she goes into being an adult and comes out, the music is glorious. Everyone's looking on and awe. Oh, like, that's when I cried. But then she disappears for like 20 minutes. She comes back in like towards the end. I she's just thought. The, yeah, she's in the final fight. She's like, mostly... there was a little underdevelopment there. And she's a big. They make her out to be this other positive force that works with Godzilla, which was interesting. I guess I just wanted a little bit more yeah, just from her. I felt like it was a little. Her... Yeah. Well, yeah, I she, thought what I, I thought was going to happen was she was going to face Ghidorah and hold him at bay until like Godzilla is revived and then he comes to save her. And then yeah, the battle, they don't quite. Do that's that. what I thought it, was going to happen. Yeah, like, oh, she's going to get fight, her now. Yeah, in the final fight, she's fighting Rodan, which was epic though. She oh, stabs no, no, him with good... the piercers. I like how she went to like an attack mode. Like she she gets all these insect like mandible things out oh, and oh, she's yeah. like ready to fight. Like that was crazy. Yeah, whoever was animating her really studied moths very well. Like yeah. That. Um, yeah, I guess that, yeah, they could have done a little more with her. Uh, well, I mean, what they did with her was, was compelling enough. I guess it's, it's tough because you have all the different monsters that you have to balance out. What, what, what and ultimately you, it really does come down to Godzilla and You gotta Ghidorah. get there. I got there. I just um, was, But uh, no, no, I know what you mean. It's what did, almost what like... Think, Matt? Did you agree? Yeah, I basically agree. No, 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 I, I know what you mean. It's like, they do very much relegate... Well, they relegate Rodan to a supporting role, but at least you get that. Yes. Mothra, they do build her up a little bit more, and then once they pay it off with her, it's it's fine, but it's not I think you just could have gotten the bigger payoff if yeah. certain things had happened. You would have cared more when she... Ultimately, and this is very yeah. subtle, but when she gets killed by Ghidorah, her like life dust seeps on the Godzilla, and this is an homage mm. to a 90s film where like that's happened before. Like, Rodan actually faces Mechagodzilla, and got and saves. Well, he ends up dying, and then he, as he dies, like his dust revives Godzilla, whose heart has been like ended by Mecha Godzilla. His heart repairs itself, and he like magically gets back up. So that was kind of what I thought they were doing. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty nuts. But you would have had a much more big emotional reaction if there was a little bit more of Mothra. I was also confused yeah. at first. Like, I know she's being studied, but was she imprisoned? In the beginning, and then she gets out. Wait, I wait, Mothra was no. I thought she. They were just studying her. Yeah, I thought like, they were just they studying like her. Like a containment center right. around her egg. Okay. And then she hatched. Okay. Yeah, but right. I'll, yeah, I because well, I yeah because she hadn't hatched yet. Okay. Yeah, so right. well, who knows? Well, the only thing I'm hoping for is you know again because she dies. I'm hoping that maybe at some point, maybe they could have another monster. I think another lava, maybe, yeah, somewhere out in the world. Yeah, they said that in the uh, credits with the news clips, they said, like, another egg found uh, or something. Ah, yes, they did. Oh, okay. That was cool. I, Good yeah. one. Good one. See, that's There's actually... a lot of little references in that yeah. bit, in that sequence. Yeah. There was a lot. They built a Congress Godzilla somehow. A, a <laughs> they had like a Con- no, Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, Kong. Oh, yeah, they built that. They up. had like a cave I, painting that had been some of that went by so fast. I need to like, watch. What is a god to a king or something? Yeah, that was a cool quote. I'm like, oh wow. So yeah. See, I don't know. I'm, I'm now watching this movie. I kind of think to myself, I don't know. In this universe, I feel like, how do you have a Godzilla versus King Kong movie? Godzilla clearly wins. Yeah, he's a nuclear reactor. I know that's probably an argument that goes back to like the playground, but yeah. It's gonna be like a Batman versus Superman thing. Some Gojira kryptonite. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Godzilla he, has King Kong pin, and he's like, he has his save Martha moment. Mothra. Save Mothra. Why save Martha. Why did you say that name? Yes. <laughs> it's his mother's name. <laughs> uh, he, throws the, he throws the spear away. <laughs> No, no, at that point, Godzilla just looks all, like, sad, and, like, they have, like, their little, like, monster, like, close-ups back and forth, and and then Godzilla and saves, and saves uh, Mothra. Yeah. And Mothra says, oh, are you, are you my son's friend? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the cape. <laughs> oh, don't give them ideas. They might do it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, so, in, the, in the original film, Kong got, like, struck by lightning after he was, like, killed, and he was able to God, electrocute it's Godzilla so, it's been after so that. Long that since it, I've seen he that got, one. like, this random ability. <laughs> it angered me so much as a kid because I hated Kong in the movie. I wanted that, Godzilla to win. So, so, Kong, yeah, I forgot that Kong it's won. Such a silly, fun, ridiculous movie, that one. Didn't they change Kong the... gets drunk on this, like, giant juice. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets knocked out, and then, like, they use this. Invincible wire, which is created by one of the human characters, to bind them to a helicopter. It's able to hold them because it can hold anything. Uh, and they drop him on Mount Fuji yeah. to face Godzilla. It's oh my god, so funny! All I hope right. they had that scene in the new one. I mean, that needs to happen. They need to have, have a, a homage to it at least. <laughs> they should have a scene where like 
Godzilla comes up out of the ocean and, like, maybe he goes through, like, part of a tide of water that has, like, he drinks it and it does something to him. Or... Yeah. <laughs> but, but, again, this movie also does a, again, it does a great job of referencing the other movies, but you don't feel overwhelmed by them. Like, yeah. they're there for for fans like you, Alex, and for you too, Matt. But for me, who's a little bit more of a casual viewer, it's it also just... Again, just seamless. It feels very organic, and it feels like it it works in a way, almost like how the Marvel movies they reference the comics, but it doesn't feel like they have to yeah. stop to explain yes. things to them. Yeah, Dorge grew his head back. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the first that. battle in Antarctica, when Ghidorah first emerges. Godzilla emerges to face him and stop him early. I saw you reacted to that. Oh yeah, I was I was thinking at <laughs> You that went like, "Oh!" Yeah, I did that a lot. <laughs> sure. but it, was well, a, it, it was a good crowd. They were they were lively. They were pretty like lively. You yeah, you you were yeah, very lively. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 don't apologize. You're, so it, whatever. Godzilla actually beheads one of Ghidorah's heads during the battle. He decapitates him and Ghidorah flies away. And I was like, "Okay, wow." Cuz that's happened in the, in some of the movies and then he lands somewhere, and I think his head regenerates. Well, and that was nuts. Well, I was like, "What?" Well, I wonder what they're gonna do. Is I feel like well, I well, a... how did that? How did what happened at the end kill him? If what? he could just regenerate, and also Charles Dance finds his head in the post credits. Yeah, thing. I guess we're led to believe that Godzilla just uses so much nuclear, like atomic, like energy that it really does just it maybe incapa- inca- incapacitates him enough that he could eat Ghidorah. Yeah, it looked like oh, he was that, eating That was him. great though. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was amazing. With the head in his mouth. And they tease you because you think, oh, he's still alive. It sweeps through the Yeah, the oh, smoke, oh, that's and then so much fun. Up, it's like, oh, it's the head. It's it's decapitated head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you feel like a kid watching parts yeah. of this movie. Although I was surprised with like how dark it got in the beginning when oh, they free sure. Mothra and Charles Dances and his agents come in. Yeah. People die really quick. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's one guy who, like, they shoot him in all the glass oh, breaks. Oh, yeah, Rubio, Charles Dances. That's, that's a, a cool good shot. shot. Yeah. yeah, very cool. That was shot. cool. Uh, all right. So I think we can kind of wind up, wind down a little bit here. I think again, we're all in agreement that people should go see this movie. Hell Absolutely. yeah, IMAX. Yeah, if, if you can. can, if you can see it on the, as big a screen as you possibly can with a you know pumped crowd. Oh, and stay till you know you should. Um, oh, should people stay to that like post credit scene? Why not? <laughs> you got to listen to great music. You see all these credits. That's, no, that's true. The music uh, that's played in the end credits that actually makes it worthwhile. Uh, so sit through the end credits. You get one little stinger at the end, which I guess teases so something. I... Actually, you know, it was a weird thing in that post credit scene. Was the sound of all the flies? Like in IMAX, I just heard that oh all around God. me. That was where I know the sound the most. Brundle fly. <laughs> Oh, bring Brundlefly into this universe. <laughs> Just bring all the monsters. Think Charles Dance is going to make a Mecha Ghidorah? Yeah, that's what I was thinking they were going, and they find his one head. Oh, oh so that's, like, oh, you oh, think that's might... where they're going with that? Maybe? Well, see, but that worked when they did that because they had... Oh, did they do that in other movies? He, yeah, so how they did that in the 90s film was... Again, that Ghidorah. So there's a Godzilla versus Mecha Ghidorah. Well, he appears in Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, and in that storyline, Ghidorah is like from the future. So somehow he dies, and then they go into the future, and they use metal parts to make a Mecha like armor, and then they bring him back to the present to stop Godzilla, and he fights him. See, I can believe that this, this is a lot. I can believe I that this doesn't make movie. Any sense. I believe. I can believe this universe. I can believe this this universe would. I believe that Charles Dance would be that much of a prick to make a metal. But I just wish they ro- version of that. Mega Godzilla first, though, man. Yeah. You know, like that's why I don't want them to jump to Mega Ghidorah. However, in the '90s film I just referenced, Mega Ghidorah's armor bits are used to then create Mega Godzilla for the first time. Well, maybe it's interesting. So maybe they'll do that reverse. <laughs> I guess. Sure. Right. It seems like they've seen all all the movies too. Winter uh, is coming. Yeah. Uh, so, would you? One last question, Alex, and I guess for you, Tim, Matt. Would you? Where would you rank this with a lot of the Godzilla movies? Do you still need time to think about it? Wow, um, that's a tough yeah. question. Because I mean, I know it's a, it's sometimes hard to rank certain the movies. Like I said, because we know we already said it's better than the 2014 yeah, one. Yeah, it's. But yeah. I I would say that I would put this pretty high up there. It's, it's just up. that. 
it's again, there are certain human elements that aren't great, but there are enough that it makes it good. Um, I'm wondering how it, it should hold up, I think, on repeat viewings, though, right? I think, I think so. so yeah. For a modern interpretation of the character and the mythos and the other kaiju in the universe, and I felt like it dealt with it very respectfully and paid homage and it introduces new viewers to the world. And I think I for that, it's up there as a top five for me at least just in terms of how much it had to handle and to deliver to an american audience without changing things like keeping things faithful and bringing in music and um just clever way to do it and um as a godzilla film i think it does everything a godzilla film should do uh, so that's what i would say about that copy that well said guys thank you so much and for all you Godzilla people out there, or even if you aren't a Godzilla person out there, uh, we'd like to hear from you. If you have any feedback, you can always send it to wagesofcinema at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at the Wages of Cinema Podcast. Matt, where can you be found? You can find me at my blog at mattthecatania.wordpress.com, which he will link in the description below. Yes, I always do that, and you should always read his blog because there's very uh, detailed discussions of everything to do with every show out there that you should be watching or maybe shouldn't be watching sometimes <laughs> uh <laughs> sometimes matt brings that down uh i don't know if there was anywhere you wanted to plug alex or if you're okay. uh you can follow me on instagram if you want to at the vow durana photos yeah, yeah well, that's, that's yeah. about the only thing i'm gonna plug for yeah me. he's he's a very if you check out alex's photography he's quite good and thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Alex. I'm glad. Uh, oh, was... I'm so glad to do this with you guys. Like, yeah, it was worth the trip and everything. Yeah, this is great. This was cool. a good. There was a good trio to see it with. Yeah, yeah, I was very happy with this. Uh, so thanks, guys, for listening out there. And as usual, the wages of cinema is death by Godzilla. <laughs> 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 I switched up there a little bit. Good night, guys. Mothra. Oh my. They're everywhere. It's comforting. Our planet will perish. Hang on, kid! And so will we. Unless we set Godzilla free. This time we join him. That's messed up.